I just want to start off this podcast by prefacing that you always want what you don't have in the sense of remember that confidence comes from within and that fitness is different for every single person. This is my fitness journey when I was younger. I was definitely smaller than everyone else, but now I am so grateful I am fun size. I'm so grateful for my height and my weight and my body and the health that I finally found from within for myself. So if you want to kind of listen to my journey and how I've gotten there, please listen in. I'm by no means perfect. I'm still trying to figure it all out, but it might help you in some way. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Lily Grace Lifestyle Podcast. Today's episode is all about my fitness journey. A couple months ago, I put on my personal Instagram a poll and I wanted to see if you guys would even be interested in something like this. I know everyone's fitness journey is different. I've been super into fitness for basically all my life, so I just really wanted to share my story. This is my own personal story of being a little bit on the smaller, skinnier side and then learning how to build muscles. I feel like a lot of people talk about their fitness journeys maybe the other way. I think a big part of my fitness journey was overall just finding what works best for me because all of our bodies are so different. So whatever I'm saying is just my opinion and what worked best for me. I truly believe there are certain things that I'm going to say that could truly work for every body type and every person. But like I said, every one's body is very different and each formula that you're going to use for your fitness and your life and your health is going to be very different. So to get into it, <laughs> I named this episode from a chicken to a chick because when I was younger, people thought I had chicken legs <laughs> and like that's so random. But I, I think it's important to say because as a young girl, that really stuck in my head. I was like, why am I so much smaller than everyone else? Well, number one, I went to a New Hampshire school and everyone there was very white. So first of all, I'm not even white. I'm Asian. So that's a number one reason why maybe I was a little bit smaller because my jeans were and I'm just built smaller with smaller structure. People like to say I have a dancer's body. I actually did used to dance as well, but I think that was a big part of it. And once you start to realize, oh, I am smaller than everyone and oh, my body is a little bit different, um, especially in those younger years, it did start to affect me. And I was like, oh, why is this? And then I started to think more about it. So I think the first part of my fitness journey was awareness of it and just like what is fitness what is getting into shape and things like that when I was younger I played soccer I played basketball and I played volleyball so I was athletic I wasn't the best of the best but I definitely knew how to play sports I also was a dancer for 16 to 17 years of my life so I was always aware of how I should move my body and just to get in shape in that sense and be healthy. But I think that from age seven to age 13, that was really when like especially girls go through a time in their life where their body is changing. And I think coming to realize that fitness is not only to be active and play outside and get outside, it was more tool to use to be able to change your body for better, for worse, alter it basically to make it look like you want and not only that but to stay physically active and fit for the rest of your life. So I think another thing that when I was super young 
for some reason, every year we did physicals at school. And it's so funny because we lined up in a line after gym class with the school nurse and we stood on a scale and then she weighed us. And everyone was like, oh, I weigh 85 pounds. I weigh 75 pounds. I weigh 110 pounds. We were like in sixth or seventh grade. So those are big kids. And I was like, people would ask me how much I weighed. And I was like, um, I weigh 85 pounds, but in my head, I was adding 30 plus pounds onto that because Loki, I was actually 53 pounds. But even though that's such a silly thing to say, as a young girl, especially, it did affect me. And the again, the fact that I was different, the fact that I was smaller, never truly bothered me, but kind of got into my self-conscious. And then also I had this health teacher who was a little bit toxic in the way that she taught. And for some reason, it truly affected me. I thought I couldn't eat desserts. I thought I had to work out constantly to be the person I wanted to be. I was never, I never had an eating disorder or anything like that, but I do think I was overly aware of what I ate because I was already small. So I didn't really have to be that way. So that was interesting, those early years. And then I believe from 14 to 18, kind of throughout the middle school, high school years, I took more action in the sense of what am I doing with my fitness? What am I doing with my life? And just kind of integrated it into my daily routine. I started to do high school sports. I started to do YouTube workouts, a lot of body weight stuff. I had little weights at home. And in high school, I just started to get into the workouts at home. And I did these workouts by, I think it was Rebecca Louise, this British lady. She's amazing. But I did these workouts like every day. And I was like, why am I not getting abs? Why? am I still the same size? It was just weird. I was like, I'm not having the results that I want. I want to be stronger. I want to have muscle definition, all of that. But it took me a while to figure out the reason behind that was because I wasn't doing progressive overload with weights and I wasn't probably eating enough protein to comp for the muscle that I wanted to create. So I started to kind of think about that as I got into later high school years. And of course, um, people are always going to say like what works best for them and like social media played a big impact in high school. Like, hey, why don't I look like them? Why why does everyone look different than me? Things like that. But I think currently I found the best results, I think, in my college years. <laughs> I think I definitely peaked um, currently and not in high school. I think in college, I really got my stride. I started going to the gym. After freshman year, I did bar classes on top of the gym and I just loved working out. And there's two extremes to working out, either not working out at all or working out too much. And I think maybe sophomore, junior year of college, I maybe worked out too much because I went to the gym in the morning to grab or to do all the heavy weights and to do all my larger muscle groups. And then when it came to the nighttime, I went to bar classes and hit classes and whatever other classes there were. So doing two workouts a day is not ideal, <laughs> but I definitely had rest days on the weekends and things like that. But I think I started to see the most results when I started to do machines and really focus on my lower body and legs. I started to do the leg press. I think my highest that I did was like 350 pounds. So 
I really tried to focus in on my lower body because I wanted to build that up. And it has taken me years <laughs> to get the body type that I wanted and I'm still working on it today but I like I said I was a chicken I was literally like so skinny and people were like you need to eat more and all this stuff but I think I finally found that good balance of eating right eating healthy eating a balanced diet and also working out just enough at least started to feel like I was seeing results in my fitness between 18 and current, um, age 23. And apparently, when you're 25, that is the peak of your physical fitness in the sense of that is the age where you are going to be the most physically fit ever in your life in the sense of your maximum potential. Obviously, you can be a 40-year-old and kill it um, or even 50 or 60 or 70, but that is where you're going to have the most muscle um, in your life. So that was just kind of interesting. So my goal is to get as strong as I can till 25 and then continue to build on that. And I I really truly think that fitness is a lifestyle and if I didn't incorporate it into my life daily, I probably wouldn't do it because I've had a few setbacks this year. I injured my hip a few couple months ago. I did a deadlift with too much weight and bad form and it just didn't go well. And I went to the doctors. Then I found this amazing chiropractor in Newton, Mass. He's great. If you need his number, let me know. And then it took me a while to recover. It took me about a month to recover from that. And then I went to Denmark and went to Chicago. And then two months later, I was really out of my workout routine. I was really off on my sleep and the jet lag. And I just wasn't feeling my best. I'm still honestly trying to get back into it fully. Um, Before that injury, I went to the gym probably four to five times a week in the mornings. Now I'm going maybe like two to three. Um... But it's like I'm I'm trying to get into it and I think it's normal to say that most people in their fitness journeys are going to have setbacks. But honestly, it's kind of fun because it's a challenge for me to get back up to my normal weights. And it was kind of interesting too because I did a lot of upper body exercises because I couldn't really do much with my hip and my lower body. So I learned to love upper body and I definitely created more muscle definition and muscle mass in that area, which I wasn't planning on, but I don't mind it now. And sometimes I like arm day more than leg day, to be honest. So weird. But yeah, now I'm kind of getting back into it. I've been doing Orange Theory since I moved into my new apartment. So about six months now, I usually try to go every week, either on a Saturday or a Wednesday. And I just love it. Like yesterday, I went to Orange Theory and it was a 2G class, so we did the treadmills and the weight floor. And let me tell you, I was not planning to run three miles yesterday. I I don't think I've ever run three miles just because I'm not a huge like runner, but I've gotten so much better at running, and we did a lot on the weight floor with upper body and shoulders, and I use like 25-pound weights, and usually I do 10 to 20, so I'm very sore today, but it felt so good. And I really like Orange Theory because I burn about 700 calories per class, which is under an hour, but I know myself, like, I couldn't do that every day because I'm not trying to lose fat or weight or anything like that. I'm trying to build muscle, so I really try to only do that once a week and then do muscle-building exercises the rest of the week. Instagram and social media 
altogether can get very toxic, but I have to say what has really helped me, especially being a smaller girl, I'm like, hey, I'm not going to be Kim Kardashian, okay? I'm just not built like that. My jeans aren't like that. And um, so what I have been doing is I really am meticulous about who I follow when it comes to fitness because I just want to have realistic expectations for myself. One of my favorite fitness influencers is Savvy Wynn, and I saw her on Instagram and I was like, first of all, she's beautiful. Second of all, our body types are very similar. So I feel like this type of body and this types of workouts that she does is very attainable for me. So I think just being aware of that when you're on Instagram and just really following the people who have the body type and the life that you want is very important. In certain workout videos and tutorials that I watch, a lot of the people have a very similar body type, a little bit more slim, lean muscle, things like that, because I'm not trying to be like a bodybuilder or anything like that. So I think that was an important thing as well. And I've kind of learned to get exercise in many different ways. Um, for my job, I schlep furniture around, I run around, I run up and down stairs with fabric. So honestly, for my job, I get in really good workouts, just kind of like running around the city and New England in general. And also I've been really into walking. So going on walks with friends. I love to catch up that way. Ben and I go on walks as well. So there's a lot of different ways to get fitness and don't feel bad if you can't go to the gym every day because even I don't anymore. And um, I honestly think I found a healthier balance. I am constantly tired (laughs) because we've been so busy recently and just getting back from the trips. But I think it's good to give yourself a little grace when it comes to that. And then when it comes to the gym, I really focus on the machines, the body weight, and the free weight workouts. I really like using the dumbbells. I've honestly been pretty happy with where my body physique is at right now. So I'm not really trying to change much, more just maintain. Um, I think when I have more time, I really want to get a personal uh, trainer, fitness trainer, and find a gym in my area that is bigger. I love the gym at my place because it's small. No one really goes there, so it's kind of nice, but I also do miss deadlifting and just kind of more machines like the stepper or the Stairmaster. I call it the stepper. As I said, I think fitness is an overall life decision. And when it comes to fitness, my journey has been by no means perfect. But I really do think that sharing some of my story, you might be able to relate, especially if you have a smaller build. I feel like I've gotten the body that I've wanted to have for a long time. And I'm excited to see what the future has to hold. I'm still working towards it. I'm always going to be working towards my fitness and my health and my diet and everything like that. It all combines. And something that I really realized recently too is that when I go to the gym in the morning, come back, do my skincare, do my breakfast, do my grateful journal, I feel so productive and so good for some reason I've been so busy recently so I've <laughs> I wake up and I want to just hop right into work but I need to stop and take the time for fitness and I know people are always making excuses like oh my gosh I have three hours of commuting I don't have time but 
honestly, everything's about priorities, especially as adults and responsibility. And if you want to do something, you will make the time for it. And the fact that fitness can add years onto your life and just basically make certain health problems disappear is just so amazing. And I'm like, why wouldn't you want to kind of take that journey with yourself? But I'm not forcing anyone to do it. I just think that fitness has been a big part of my life for the past like 10 plus years. Like I said, I started out as a stick and now here I am in the body that I wanted. That's kind of my fitness journey. It was not a straight line. There's definitely been ups and downs, but All I can say is keep pushing, never give up, and you too will find your dream body and just overall feel happier in life. I truly believe that it lifts your mood, gets rid of your stress. Every time I'm stressed, I just run on the treadmill and I feel so much better after. And I know when 2022 New Year's comes around, people are going to make those goals of fitness, but it's never too early or too late to start. So if this inspired you, please start today. Like I truly recommend it. Even if you get a 10-minute workout in a day, I will guarantee you that it will change your life. Thank you for listening in. Hit that subscribe button if you enjoyed this episode. And if that inspired you, I would love if you shared on your social media platforms and tagged me at lilygrace underscore lifestyle on Instagram. Or you can visit my website at www.lilygraceyork.com to see my show notes and leave a review as well. I would love to hear your feedback, so please tell me everything and anything that you learned today. Stay classy, stay bossy, and stay listening.